Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Do you know a student getting ready to go to college? Or are you looking at going back to school yourself? The Woodward Hines Education Foundation and the Get to College program help more Mississippians get to and through college to get certificates and degrees that lead to meaningful employment. They offer free college planning advice, including hands-on FAFSA completion assistance through in-person or virtual appointments. Visit gettocollege.org to learn more. Good morning. It's 8.30 on Tuesday, April 27th. I'm Karen Brown, and this is Mississippi Edition on MPB Think Radio. On today's show, newly released census data shows a population decline in the Magnolia State. We examine the numbers with the state data center. Then, American Rescue Plan is providing new opportunities for uninsured Mississippians to get health care coverage. Plus, restaurants get additional relief through a new grant administered by the Small Business Administration. This is Mississippi Edition on MPB Think Radio. The southern region of the United States grew in population over the last decade. That's according to recent data released by the U.S. Census Bureau. Every state, with the exception of one, saw population increases since 2010. The outlier? Mississippi. The Magnolia State lost about 0.2% of its overall population. That's roughly 6,000 people. It's one of only three states nationally to experience a population decline. The drop was not enough, though, to affect the state's congressional apportionment. Mississippi will retain its four congressional seats in the U.S. House of Representatives. Other southern states, such as Florida and North Carolina, will gain a seat, and Texas is gaining two. Mississippi lost a congressional seat following the 2000 census. Jamico Delavo is with the State Data Center of Mississippi. He breaks down the data and the potential impacts of the latest census with our Kobe Vance. What stands out to me the most is that we actually lost uh, residents uh, in the 2020 census. Uh, when we looked at the 2019 like, population estimates, uh, we had a higher number of residents. However, uh, with the count, uh, we seem to have lost 0.2% uh, of population based on the 2010 census. And could you just explain like, what, that, what that means for the state? Uh, so, luckily, uh, we didn't lose any representation uh, through apportionment, uh, so that's a good news for the state. Uh, however, with the loss of residents, it also does mean that we do face a, a potential for losing federal funding. Now, that negative 0.2%, that seems like such a small margin. Could that just be people not doing the census because of the pandemic? Uh, no, I don't. I don't think so. Uh, the census, uh, even though uh, the pandemic went on, we still did have a 99.9 percent enumerated rate uh, for the state of Mississippi. We had 60.4 percent of Mississippi residents self, uh, 
use uh, self-response for the census. Additionally, we had 37.2% of Mississippi residents use the Internet to complete their 2020 census. So whatever gap that there was, the census did uh, do a uh, follow-up response uh, to collect the most, to ensure that they had the most accurate uh, total population for the state of Mississippi. So they used uh, tax data. They used previous census data. Uh, so they used a lot of different information in order to make sure that they got the most accurate uh, total population for the state. I'm actually on the, the census.gov website right now looking at their historical apportionment data map. They mentioned that the South has been the, the largest region of growth, and I've seen that uh, Florida, uh, Georgia, South Carolina, North Carolina, Tennessee, and Texas all had a pretty substantial growth rate. Um, why do you think we didn't see that here in Mississippi? Uh, I mean, there's probably a lot of different factors and why uh, we didn't grow as fast as some of those other states. Uh, you know, for Florida, it has that warmer climate, so that it, it's ready to know to attract um, more people that just recently retired. Uh, so I think those are some of the issues. Uh, Texas, as you know, uh, is starting to attract a lot of businesses from California, and those companies are relocating their employees to Texas. Uh, Tennessee is also experiencing that same sort of uh, economic drive that's attracting more residents uh, to that state uh, be, as companies move to those states. Uh, and I think the same thing is with Georgia and North Carolina. With Mississippi, a lot of our population loss is due to out-migration. Yeah, when it comes to that migration, is that uh, brain drain? Is it? Uh, what, what do you think is playing into that? I think there's a lot of factors. I think uh, brain drain is a big factor. Uh, people are leaving the state. Uh, that are more educated people are leaving out of the state. Uh, I, I do believe that uh, we aren't attracting as many people to come to the state, uh, and I think that economic opportunities might be more attractable uh, to residents uh, that are outside of Mississippi. So I think that they see new economic opportunities in places like Texas, in places like Georgia, in places like Tennessee, uh, and that might be attracting them to move out, is, is pulling them uh, away from the state. And I think that over the next 10 years, we see that the South is growing. As you did say, like most of the, the South grew by 10.2% between 2010 and 2020. And the South will probably continue to grow between 2020 and 2030. And Mississippi has a chance to have a part of that growth that the South is experiencing. I think that's one of the big things that we can draw on is that the South has become an attractive place for businesses and for uh, residents wanting to move. Uh, Mississippi has a low cost of living, uh, and it actually has a lot of positive benefits that people uh, will more than likely come to realize uh, over the next 10 years and will make the state of Mississippi more attractive to residents. And, uh, yeah, do you think this is going to affect, you know, uh, job growth in Mississippi in terms of businesses coming here? I mean, I, I hope not. I, I think that everybody will see that hopefully between 2020 and 2030 that Mississippi can rebound from uh, these numbers. I, I think that businesses would love to come to Mississippi. Hopefully businesses uh, see Mississippi as a viable option. It really is. It has 
uh, great higher educational uh, programs, uh, the University of Mississippi, Mississippi State, uh, Jackson State University, uh, and Southern Miss, like four really great universities that are doing well in trying to promote the state uh, to attract uh, businesses to, move, to locate here. So I think that we do have a lot of positive uh, things going on in the state, and I think that businesses uh, can be uh, brought to the state of Mississippi. I know it is very early. We just got these results, but you know, do you have any predictions for the next ten years here in Mississippi? Um, looking at possibly historical uh, data and how Mississippi has fared in the past. Yeah. Uh, so since 1970, like it, it, Mississippi has been on like a population increase growth, uh, and 2020 was the first year that we saw uh, population decline. Uh, the last time we saw population decline in the 1960s, uh, we then went on like a five, like on a five continuous census where we saw population growth. Uh, maybe we're about to experience the same thing again, and I'm hopeful that we will continue to experience the same thing again uh, in the state. I do see, like, from what I'm seeing, we do have a chance to increase our population. Um, I think that as we continue to grow and we continue to make more investments uh, in education and these other areas, we will start to see, again, my population growth within the state. Jamika Delavo is a research associate at the State Data Center of Mississippi. Thank you for your time. Uh, not a problem at all. Southern Remedies, Relatively Speaking, is a show that explores issues that relate to you and your family. To find out what we're all about, subscribe to the podcast by using any podcast app or by downloading our MPB public media app. This podcast is a local production of Mississippi Public Broadcasting and depends on the support of listeners like you. If you can, please donate today at mpbonline.org. And thanks. This is Mississippi Edition on MPB Think Radio. I'm Karen Brown. The American Rescue Plan is providing new opportunities for uninsured Mississippians to get health care coverage. The Office of Medicare and Medicaid Services says a special enrollment period is now open with coverage beginning as soon as May 1st. Dr. LaShawn McKeever says the plan will lower premiums and become available to many of the nearly 400,000 Mississippians who don't have insurance coverage. She shares more on the special enrollment, including reduced premiums and financial assistance for those at income levels who do not qualify for other subsidized plans. The COVID relief law or the American Rescue Plan provides greatly improved financial assistance during the special enrollment period, which can significantly lower people's uh, premiums. So the sooner customers act, the more money they will save. Um, Consumers can receive health insurance coverage as early as May 1st if they take advantage of the special enrollment period. Um, So, uh, you know, as I said, many Americans, or what I will say is many Americans remain uninsured and need affordable health insurance. And this special enrollment period allows individuals and their families to enroll in 2021 health insurance coverage. How long is the enrollment period? The enrollment period started in April, but it's from now until... August 15th. So we're encouraging anyone that is in need of health insurance to go to healthcare.gov today so that they can uh, fill out an application and see if they qualify for this uh, special financial assistance that's been provided under the American Rescue Plan. 
if someone already has insurance through the marketplace, can they look to see if they can get better rates? Absolutely. Um, we're encouraging people, whether you're uninsured or if you currently have health insurance through the marketplace, to go online and see if you qualify for this expanded financial assistance. We're finding that four out of uh, five people currently enrolled can find plans for $10 a month or less after the newly expanded financial assistance. And for a typical family of four, the average premiums will go from about $400 a month down to $163 per month due to this newly expanded financial assistance. And does, so when you think of how important health insurance is um, to manage one's health, this is significant. In Mississippi and probably in other states, but in Mississippi for sure, we have people who fall into a gap. They're not necessarily eligible for any subsidized health care because they make too much, and yet they're not making enough to afford it. So does this offer them a better opportunity of being covered by insurance? Absolutely. Um, You know, according to census data, about 390,000 people in Mississippi are uninsured. And one of the, um, the unique things about this expanded financial assistance um, under the um, American Rescue Plan is inclusive of more consumers at higher income levels. And as I said, it offers even better financial assistance options than in the past. So if anyone is uncertain whether or not they qualify, uh, I would just encourage them to start at healthcare.gov. We also have um, a marketplace call center, which is open 24 hours a day, seven days a week. That number is one 800 318-2596, and we provide assistance in 150 languages. So there are resources in place to help people um, better understand what a uh, health plan may work for them and if they qualify for this expanded financial assistance. How long can we expect this expanded funding to last? Is there an end date on it? I see the enrollment period, as you said, uh, closes in August, but what about the extended coverage? So um, the special enrollment period, as you noted, uh, ends in August for health insurance in this plan year. But this, uh, the funding under the code relief law expands in a, um, additionally, so it will cover um, health insurance next year as well. Uh, but right now the focus is on um, anyone who may need health insurance this year. And if you sign up for a plan today, your coverage would start the first day of the next month. So, for example, if you sign up the last week of uh, April, your coverage will start on May 1st. Or if you start uh, sign up in May, your coverage would start June 1st. So that's why we're encourage, uh, encouraging people to go online and see, um, you know, what uh, to fill out an application and to see if they qualify for this financial assistance. Normally, there are two, if I'm not mistaken, there are two enrollment periods generally in a year. This is a special enrollment time. What if someone gets past August? Do they still have the opportunity to enroll? I think the enrollment period is in October or thereabouts. Can they still enroll for the following year with these kinds of savings? So um, you're you're correct. This is a special enrollment period, and typically um, there's a qualifying life event that um, someone would need to meet for uh, a a special enrollment period. Um, As a result, the COVID relief law people will have until August to fill out um, an an application to see if they qualify for health insurance this year. And you're also correct that that generally um, the open enrollment period is in the fall. And so we uh, have information on healthcare.gov of of the dates for the upcoming 
um, um, special enrollment period that we typically have, but this one is a special one um, because of provisions under the COVID relief law. So we're encouraging people to go online. All of that information is on healthcare.gov, and um, we're hoping that they take advantage of this opportunity, especially if they are uninsured or need more affordable health insurance. Healthcare.gov. What if someone doesn't have access to a computer? Is there a phone number? Um, absolutely. So if someone doesn't have ac- access to a computer, they can go to our Marketplace Call Center. That number is 1-800-318-2596. And that, um, we have assistance in 150 languages on that line. Um, it's open 24 hours a day, seven days a week. So, yes, we have additional resources available um, to help people fill out their application if they don't have access to a computer. Dr. LaShawn McKeever is the director of the Office of Minority Health for the Centers for Medicare and Medicaid Services. Dr. McKeever, thank you so much. Great information. Thank you so much for having me. The special enrollment period runs through August 15th. Information is available at healthcare.gov. This has been Mississippi Edition on MPB Think Radio. Thanks for listening to the Mississippi Edition podcast from MPB News and MPB Think Radio. Don't forget to subscribe if you haven't already. And if your app lets you, leave a comment or review. We really do appreciate it. Remember, you can always get in touch with MPB News on Facebook and Twitter. And fresh episodes of the podcast are posted every weekday morning. I'm Karen Brown. Thanks for listening. This is Mississippi Edition from MPB Think Radio.